politics, culture, chaos. It's time to make sense of it all. It's time to have a little fun. This is your afternoon dose of sanity. This is the Rich Zioli Podcast. All right, good news, America. The, uh, America, the Build Back Better package will cost zero dollars. Zero point zero dollars. So there you go. The $3.5 trillion package will cost goose egg, nada, nothing. That's it. I don't even have to do a podcast today. What's the point? I bring you this good news. What, what else do you need me for? All right. See ya. Oh, and also, uh, if you came to work today in a flying unicorn and landed in a big giant pot of gold, like I did this morning, then you know exactly why the idea that this will cost zero dollars is complete and utter BS. By the way, if you do take a unicorn to work in Philadelphia, most likely it'll be jacked and your pot of gold money will be stolen and you'll probably be shot. Just FYI on that if you're thinking about doing such a thing. Hey, welcome to the podcast. How are you today? Are you having a good afternoon so far? I hope you are. Yes, White House Press Secretary Jen Snark saying today that the $3.5 trillion reconciliation package will cost nada, no bucks. You don't believe me? You think I'm lying? Maybe I'm the one lying, you think. Okay, I think she is, because we all know it's going to cost $3.5 trillion, uh, which includes $80 billion for IRS enforcement. Yes, that's right. The White House now is going to beef up IRS enforcement to the tune of $80 billion. So let me tell you, if you are one of the people in this country that sells things on Facebook Marketplace or Etsy or any of the other opportunities that you have to sell things, be very careful after you make 600 bucks. Because that is now the window that is open for them to come after you. It used to be $20,000. Now it's $600. As we listen to how billionaires don't pay their fair share of taxes, well, you know what? Betty on Etsy doesn't either. And Betty on Etsy is about to be in a whole world of hurt if she doesn't pay taxes on that $1,200 of doilies that she made last year. So I'm just saying, this is the administration. This is where things stand. They scream about billionaires and they go after people selling doilies, homemade doilies on Etsy. I don't even know what a doily is. I really I don't even know why I came up with that analogy. Anyway, listen to Snarks. There's not disagreement about the fundamentals of what we're trying to achieve. And there is agreement that we need to uh, address the climate crisis, that we need to cut costs for childcare, for college, uh, that we need to make it easier for women to rejoin the workforce. We need to rebuild and modernize our infrastructure. So there's not there's agreement on that. There's a basic uh, discussion that needs to happen or is ongoing. Uh, we're right in the weeds of it now on what the size of the package looks like. But I will also note, uh, and we've done this a little bit over the past couple of days, but that this package, the reconciliation package, would cost zero dollars. So oh. what I'm saying, what I, what we are, the case we're making here is that there needs to be agreement on the different components. There's broad agreement on the goals. And then there needs to be agreement on what the revenue pay-fors are. There you go. It'll cost zero dollars. So now you feel better. I do feel better. You should. You should enjoy that. I hope you feel better. What other uh, BS can I tell you that was said today at the White House press conference by Jen Snarks? Well, one thing is that uh, President Biden today got his third booster shot, got his third booster shot. And so the question becomes now these vaccine mandates, are they good? Are they bad? Should this be something that we're doing? Uh, I personally think vaccine mandates are a terrible idea. I think mandates in general are terrible ideas. Today it was announced that in Massachusetts, Massachusetts State Police, uh, over 
uh, dozens of them, dozens of Massachusetts state police officers, troopers are resigning over the vaccine mandate. We're hearing more and more of this around the country, and there's no reason to mandate anything. This is all this is all virtue signaling is what it is. No reason to mandate. You have enough people getting the vaccine. You don't need to be doing this. And also, the vaccine doesn't prevent you from getting COVID. The vaccine will help reduce your symptoms from getting COVID. I think we all can realize that now. But it's not going to prevent you from getting it. So the idea that you're stopping the transmission or that you're stopping this virus dead in its tracks is just not true. So if you don't get vaccinated, you're risking, obviously, getting a very severe case of COVID if you get it. But there's lots of risks in life, and you have to make those determinations on your own. For me, I got the vaccine, and I know that I still may get it. But from what I'm told, my symptoms will be relatively mild because of that fact. But since this vaccine does not stop the virus in its tracks, this really comes down to you and your personal decision of whether or not you want to throw the dice or not. That's all, like any other decision you have to make in life. You can be vaccinated and still pass the virus on to somebody else. You can be vaccinated and still get it. So it's just a matter of if you want to risk getting seriously ill or not. And look, you have lots of choices to make in life. You can risk getting fat. You can risk driving fast. You can risk playing the lottery and losing. You can risk uh, drinking, uh, doing drugs. It, it, this is why I always say when it comes to these issues, you have to make some choices for yourself. All the mandates in the world are not going to do a damn thing, except make people upset. The war on drugs is a failure. Prohibition was a failure. Vaccine mandates are going to be a failure too because they're going to make people angry and there's going to be unintended consequences of this. Like there's not unintended consequences of any of any mandate. So again, if, if this was... Excuse me, a situation like smallpox. <coughs> I just had a cookie and I ate it way too fast and it scraped the top of my throat. Does that ever happen to you? You eat something and it scrapes your throat as it goes down because you ate it too fast. I ate everything too fast. It's a consequence of having young kids. The problem with having a seven year old, soon to be, and a five year old and an 18 month old is that when we eat, my wife and I both, this is how we eat. Ready? It's like this. Because we're always in a rush and a panic. You go out to dinner and it's, hi, uh, good evening. Would you like an appetizer? Appetizer? No, we need food right. Bring it right now. We need their, bring their meals now. What are you, crazy? We're on a clock here. Any minute now, this whole thing can blow up. So that's how that always works. And we wind up eating so fast. And then even when we go out to dinner together, there's this moment where I have to say, we have to, one of us has to remind the other person that we can just slow down and actually taste our food. And that's so refreshing because you taste it and you go, oh, so this is what food tastes like. Normally, I'm just shoving it in. I might as well put it in through a, like a, you know, like an IV drip or a just drink a shake. Anyway, what I was saying is this is not a situation like smallpox where we're going to eradicate COVID coronavirus. We're not going to eradicate this virus. So this is really at this point, I think what everybody can agree on is this is the ability for you to decide how sick you're willing to get, period. That's just what the risk is. And I'm not going to judge you either way, just like I'm not going to judge you for making choices that I disagree with or that I do the opposite of. And I find usually people judge me for getting the vaccine. I'll get nasty notes. I don't know why. I'm not, I'm not making you do anything, but Anyway, uh, point is, the reason why mandates don't work is because people don't like it. And there is no, no, no universal call to wipe out a virus. Now, again, you could make out, you can make the argument that as long as COVID's out there, it's going to mutate. But this is going to mutate no matter what. We know that. It's going to mutate like the flu does every year. It's just a matter of keeping up with it. But on the point of it getting stronger it is going to come from countries around the world with low vaccination rates not this country 
thankfully, because we have so many people vaccinated. So what is this all about? This is about Democrats. The very same people who said they would never push for a vaccine mandate. The very same people that said it was unconstitutional. They didn't have the power to do it, exceeded their authority. This is about them turning around and doing what they always do, which is virtue signal, try to divide everybody and cause everybody to fight with each other. That's it. That's all it is. You remember um, Kamala Harris and the other people running in 2020 going on about Trump's vaccine? I'm not going to take Trump's vaccine. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Trump's vaccine? You think I'm going to take Trump's vaccine? No, and I'm going to tell everybody I know not to take it either. All right? That's what they said over and over again. Have you not heard this before? Maybe I'll play. You know what? Maybe I'll do this. Maybe I'll play this for you. And you can hear this. Have I played this for you before? I think so. Um, let me see here now. Let's let's play this. Here we go. We cannot require someone to be vaccinated. That's just not what we can do. Needless to say, the right of women to make decisions about their own bodies is not negotiable. No, definitely not. You don't want to mandate and try and force anyone to take a vaccine. We've never done that. Our interest is very simple from the federal government, which is Americans' privacy and rights should be protected. Mm. It is a matter of privacy to know who is or who isn't. We don't want to be mandating from the federal government to the general population. It would be unenforceable and not appropriate. Thank you. The federal government should step in and issue mandates. And if not, are you putting the needs of unvaccinated people ahead of the needs of vaccinated people? I think the question here, one, that's not the role of the federal government. No, I don't think it should be mandatory. I wouldn't demand to be mandatory. First, we must increase vaccinations among the unvaccinated with new vaccination requirements. There you go. So uh, knowing that now, how's it working out? How's the vaccine mandate thing working out that they've all flip flopped on? Shall we? Shall we figure that out? Well, Snarks today was asked that question as well. And as you can imagine, a lot of people are very upset over the fact that we're dealing now with a vaccine mandate coming from the White House, something that is going to be fought out in court, something that's going to be a gigantic waste of time, something that is just going to make people upset, make people leave their jobs. It's going to cause a massive exodus in healthcare, law enforcement, the military, et cetera. How's that going? Other than all that, how's how's it going? Good? Going great? Yeah, yeah. Those are detailed those from here. I think it's one more on the um, vaccine, vaccine mandate. Sure. The president said he's going to Chicago on Wednesday yep. to encourage more businesses. But the last I checked, the OSHA rule was still in the rulemaking process. Yeah. Do you have any update on when that will be done so businesses can implement it and when you think that will happen? Well, there are a number of businesses that have already implemented it even before, or already implemented, I should say, their own requirements even before the OSHA rulemaking had happened. So, and some of those businesses are in Chicago. Uh, that United is an example. Obviously, they implemented a vaccine uh, mandate several weeks ago, and they now have had a huge increase in the number of uh, employees who've been vaccinated. So what the president's going to continue to do is lift up private sector companies and businesses uh, that have already put in place mandates, even as the rulemaking process is ongoing. So there's no update on a timeline. It's up. I would ask. I would point you to OSHA. We knew it would take a little bit of time, given there are some very understandable and good questions uh, by the business community. We want to ensure they want to ensure there's clarity when they put out the the rules. But businesses can employ it. It's become more popular. It's been very successful uh, in the vast, vast majority of businesses that have implemented mandates. Thanks, what leverage do you believe the president has in political or in? 
If it's been so popular in businesses, what do we need it for? What do we need a government mandate for? And if it's going to take forever for the rules to be written and everything else, and uh, then obviously you're admitting this is not the kind of urgent crisis that we need to do today because you're acknowledging it won't be done today. Right? I mean, you're acknowledging they haven't even written the freaking rule yet. Doesn't that tell you something right there? Again, I'm not anti-vaccine. I'm anti-vaccine mandates. I'm just, especially for a virus like this. It's ridiculous. It's stupid. And they're acknowledging the urgency is not there. So where is it? Massachusetts State Police. Let me read this to you here. The State Police Association of Massachusetts spam. Hey, uh, troopers, I feel like you got to get a better acronym than that. State Police Association of Massachusetts or SPAM said dozens of troopers have submitted their resignation papers as a result of the state's COVID vaccine mandate. State is requiring all executive department employees to show proof of vaccination by October 17th or risk losing their jobs. About 20% of state police employees are not vaccinated. Last week, a judge denied a request from the state police union to put a hold on Baker's vaccine mandate for troopers, Charlie Baker, the governor. I'm shocking that a judge in Massachusetts would would side with something like a vaccine mandate. So there you go. I would uh, I would also question the logic behind losing such valuable officers at a time when crime throughout the country is spiking everywhere. And cops already have lots and lots of reasons to not want to do the job. I don't understand what the point of this is. Let's see now. Marty Meehan, UMass President Marty Meehan on Monday said the state university system is investigating racist emails and other vile messages directed towards black students at the flagship Amherst campus. The email circulating on social media was sent to black student organizations. The school described this message as violently offensive. In a letter to Amherst students, Vice Chancellor Nefertiti Walker said there have been other acts of anti-black hate in the community, including messages sent through the contact us forms of student organizations. You know, the Klan's big on that, right? The contact us feature. Yeah, you know, because the Klan can't, they cannot figure social media out to save the life of them, bunch of dummies. And so they wind up using the contact us feature through uh, forms on on, on the web. I, did they even, I didn't know they had contact forms left, did you? Last time you sent a freaking contact form. Who the hell does that? Oh, I know, uh, fake uh, hate mail senders uh, do it. That's right. I'm calling Fugazi on this now. I literally just saw the story. I'm going to call Fugazi. I haven't been wrong on one of these yet. I just, my whole, my whole thing is, uh, it just, to me, I just get this radar. It's like a Fugazi radar or something. Fugazi, by the way, from the movie Donnie Brasco, in case you're new to my show or new to my podcast. And thank you for listening, by the way. A scene in the movie where <clears throat> Al Pacino talking to Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp playing Donnie Brasco, a real-life FBI informant who went undercover in the mob, and Al Pacino playing a low-level mobster. And he shows John, he shows Donnie Brasco some jewels, and Brasco goes, it's a Fugazi. He goes, what? He goes, a Fugazi. It's a fake. He goes, I don't know what a fake is. So anyway, I use Fugazi quite a bit. It's catching on again in the country. If you hear somebody else use it, it's because I've been using it. It's not like Donnie Brasco has been around that recently. But anyway, I've got this radar for uh, fake hate crimes. I don't know what it is. Fake emails, fake... Uh, receipts, the shoelace hanging from a tree, Jesse Smollett. I, I don't know. I just, I call these things very, very quickly. So anyway, let's see. Uh, the blatantly racist emails recently sent to black student organizations at UMass Amherst and other deplorable acts of anti-black hatred are appalling and disgusting. 
they said in a statement. While UMass Amherst is still trying to identify the source of these messages, we do know that the message in no way reflect the true character of the UMass community, and we have zero tolerance for such behavior. UMass IT and campus police are investigating the identity of the email sender. My team and the office of the president is working with UMass Amherst to investigate and to identify the individual or individuals and or organizations responsible for these hate-ridden messages and hold them accountable wherever they are. As the campus aggressively pursues a source of these vile messages, we must all join in active support of our students and redouble our commitment to providing a safe, welcoming community for all students. How will you know if it's a fugazi or not? I have a very simple test for that. If you never hear the story ever again, it was fake. If it becomes national news, then it was real. If it becomes national news and then you never hear about it again, it was fake. If it becomes national news because they got the guy, some guy comes out and goes, all right, it was me. I just decided to send me some hate mail. I couldn't help it. Went on there. I was down to the Klan rally and I said, woo wee. Going to go on a little contact us page. I say, I say, let me hit send. I'm going to type vile messages and then click send on the contact us page of the UMass Amherst Black Student Organization. I mean, you see what I mean as you play it out, how stupid it sounds? How ridiculously dumb the very notion of this sounds? Now, it could have been some drunken idiot student. Again... I'm thinking if you're a drunken idiot, you don't, you're not doing the, con, the, the contact us form on the webpage. But if you do want to make it seem like somebody sent a message, you definitely use the contact us page on the webpage. So, uh, well, I'm calling BS on this. I'm calling a fugazi, and I've not been wrong yet. I'm always willing to say there could be a first time. This could be the one time that an actual vile person with hate in his heart or her heart, decided to take it upon themselves to search out and find the Contact Us page. (laughs) The Contact Us page. Now, I don't understand something, Cletus. How do I get to the Contact Us form? Why why don't you just tweet them? I don't know. I think it'd be better if I did it anonymously using the Contact Us page. Oh, damn it. I just accidentally ordered them some food. Have it sent to them. Dear students, I ordered this by mistake. Love, Cletus. Sent. Oh, damn it. I hit my, they're going to know my name now. Oh, Cletus, how many times I tell you not to use your name? I think that's really true. I First of all, I can't do uh, Southern accents, which is why that accent is pretty much the same I do for uh, Virginia Governor Ralph Northrum. Now, that was not a Fugazi. The time that he actually put shoe polish on his face. And did karaoke as Michael Jackson? You remember that, right? I say, I say, I enjoy doing karaoke. And I find the shoe polish brings out my eyes and makes me do the moonwalk even better. So that Democrat governor, of course, who actually did what many people would say would be a racist act. uh, He's still in power, by the way. I don't know why it is. Oh, I know. He's a Democrat. That's why. Right. I forgot about that double standard right there. Well, now you know the rest of the story, as they say. Uh... Joe Biden took some questions today. Yeah, no, he did. He, yes. Oh, wait, you didn't hear this? Oh, boy, I'm full of surprises today, am I not? Okay, okay, here's what you're thinking. You're thinking, Rich, wait a second. Wait a second, are you telling me Joe Biden took questions today? Joe Biden actually took a question? 
He did? Okay. Well, let's hear what he said. He was asked a question about the border today, about visiting the border. Take a listen to what the president said. Mr. President, we go to the border. Nah, I'm just kidding. He walked out. <laughs> just kidding. He turned his back on everybody and walked out again. I know. I'm sorry. I can't. I'm in a jokey mood. What can I tell you? Uh, <clears throat> seems to me like this day is getting a little bit crazy, isn't it? It's only Monday. Now, the other thing we're trying to do right now is fire as many people that we possibly can who don't get the COVID vaccine. I don't understand what the point of this is, but they're bragging about it. So if you don't get the vaccine in New York State, for example, you'll be fired. Effective midnight tonight. We're going to lose doctors and nurses and we're going to send in the military to take their roles in hospitals. What could possibly go wrong? What could possibly go wrong with losing trained doctors and nurses, experienced frontline fighters who've been fighting this pandemic since day one, who have risked their lives to fight this pandemic since day one. So I ask you, what could possibly go wrong with replacing them with members of the National Guard? Nothing. It sounds like a great idea. Why not? This is Governor Kathy Hochul of New York. And we'll be nation leading with our mandate, which strikes at midnight tonight when everyone is expected in a hospital in the state of New York or a healthcare facility to have been vaccinated. I will be signing an executive order to give me the emergency powers necessary to address the shortages where they occur. That's going to allow me to deploy the National Guard who are medically trained, deploy people uh, who've been retired, who may have had a license lapse, bring in people from elsewhere. That is not my first position, though, my friends. My, my, my desire is to have the people who've been out there continue to work in their jobs, work in them safely, and to all the other health care workers who are vaccinated, they also deserve to know that the people they're working with will not get them sick. All right, there you go. So basically now, instead of having trained doctors and nurses who've been on the front lines of this pandemic for 18 months, we'll have the National Guard go in there and do it just to prove a point, just to prove a point, because this governor, like so many other Democrats, is on a gigantic power trip. By the way, how many of us need to get vaccinated for us to get back to normal? What do you think the number is? Now, by the way, 70 percent is what I used to believe. At 70 percent, we hit about herd immunity right there. Oh, wait, you hear the ice cream man going by? Should I run out and get some ice cream? I'm tempted. I'm tempted. Ooh, I really want to, but I don't have any money. You think they take credit cards? Uh, is it contactless? Yeah, that's the ice cream man in the background. It's a beautiful day. It's why the ice cream man's going by right now. I got Patrick a water ice yesterday at the Citizens Bank Park. We saw the Phillies. You hear it? Can you hear it? I don't know if you can. My microphone may not be that. You're not supposed to catch those kind of sounds, but if you can, just take it all in. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, how many of us have to actually be vaccinated? I would have thought... 70% would have been herd immunity. Okay, maybe 75%. 80? Nope. Turns out now, according to Joe Biden today, the President of the United States of America, who was getting his booster shot today, was asked a question. This is what he said. How many Americans need to be vaccinated first to go back to normal? Like, what is the percentage of total vaccinations that have to be deployed? Well, I think, look, I think we get... The vast majority, like is going on in some of the some industries and some schools, 97, 98 percent. I think we're going awful close, and uh, 
but I'm not the scientist. Uh, uh, I think, but one thing for sure, a quarter of the country can't go unvaccinated and let's not continue to have a problem. Why not? 75% of the country would, I mean, if a quarter is not vaccinated, that means 75% of the country is. And then of the quarter of the country that's not, millions of them probably have the antibodies from having had COVID. So even if 100% has the vaccine, we're still not going to eradicate the virus. So what is the point of having 97 or 98%? I mean, this is this is just insane to me. But again, this is the same administration that's now saying $3.5 trillion on the biggest social safety net welfare orgy spending bill in the history of America is going to cost zero dollars zero point zero dollars so they'll say anything they have to say I mean honestly they really will it did nothing nothing matters to them truth does not matter it is truthiness remember that's truthiness we're just making we're just making stuff up speaking of making stuff up the Fugazi horse whipping story is something I also need to cover for you Politics, culture, chaos. No, I'm not supposed to do that one. Hang on, hang on. Let's cut through the BS. This is the Rich Zioli Podcast. Yes, let's cut through the BS exactly right. The photographer who took the picture was actually on television today, or yesterday maybe, and he was discussing the whole notion of the picture of the guys on horseback and whether or not they were whipping people. You remember this? Whipping people. Now, the administration has been out there running around and saying this for days, saying for days now that they were whipping people and this is awful and this is an outrage and this is everything else. Now, had this actually happened, I might have said to you the exact same thing. I might have said to you, yes, indeed, it is absolutely terrible that this happened, except it didn't happen. So I'm not going to tell you it's terrible because it didn't happen. So what I try to do as a policy is to not say something is terrible if it didn't happen. And now you can say it's terrible that it didn't happen. But I, in this case, I wouldn't say that. I would say it's terrible if Christmas doesn't happen. But if, if the Border Patrol agents don't whip somebody, I'm not going to say that's terrible. But I'm also going to say it's terrible if they didn't whip somebody, which is what the left is doing. They, they didn't whip anybody, and the left is running around going, this is really terrible. Why? Oh, I know why. Because you want to try to distract from how many people are coming into this country illegally. That's right. Yes, that's right. That's exactly what you want to do. I forgot about those that. Photos causing outrage. We're talking about those images depicting Border Patrol agents on horseback. New today, the White House says they are under investigation. This is what we're talking about. These were taken out of Del Rio. The White House even called the images, quote, horrific. Only on nine, we spoke with a photographer of these images who is actually based out of Las Cruces. Now, many people says it appears the Border Patrol are whipping migrants, but the photographer himself says that's actually not the case. Some of the, the Haitian men started running, running, trying to go around the horses. And that's kind of when the whole thing happened. I didn't ever see him whip anybody with the thing. He was swinging. I know the audio is not great, so uh, let me translate a little bit. He said, some of the Haitian men started running, trying to get around the horses. He is the photographer who took the pictures. I've never seen them whip anybody. He was swinging it, but it can be misconstrued when you're looking at the picture. Okay? I never saw them whip anyone. He was swinging it, but it can be misconstrued when you're looking at the picture. Misconstrued. You want to talk about being misconstrued? How about Maxine Waters? 
misconstruing everything. Maxine Waters is one of the craziest human beings in the world, in the entire world. She's also a member of Congress. Do you remember what she said last week regarding this incident? Comparing it to slavery, comparing it to the treatment of black people. Do you remember all that? Well, this time around, she goes on with Jim Acosta from CNN. Jim Acosta, who just got out of journalist internment camp uh, under President Trump. You remember uh, President Trump hated the press so much that he, Jim Acosta and others feared that they would be put in prison, in jail, and they would, they would rather go to jail than not report on Trump. Now they'd go to jail if they could get Trump back. They would. They would if they could actually if they could do a human sacrifice of one of their CNN peers to get Trump back, they would do it in a heartbeat. Because if their ratings fall anymore, they're going to be in so much trouble. By the way, $3 billion in Biden's Build Back Better plan for tree equity. What the hell is tree equity? Are we not treating certain trees fairly? Like are the apple trees feeling badly that I don't know, the oak trees get better treatment among the tree members of society is that tree equity. What the hell is tree equity? $79 billion for tax enforcement, $12 billion for electric cars, th- <coughs> excuse me, $3 billion for tree equity, $4 billion for distance learning. Uh, these are just some of the things. Tree equity. Hi, tree. What's the matter? Well, you know, I've been, been a maple my whole life and uh, things just aren't the same. They tap me, get syrup out of me, put me on pancakes I just don't feel like a man anymore these days. You'd li- you wouldn't like it if somebody tapped you. Well, good news. The Biden administration has announced $75 billion for tree equity. We're going to make you feel good about yourself. Really? Yes, we're going to have tree counselors come and talk to you. Tell you, listen, Maple, you're good enough, you're smart enough, and gosh darn it, people love your syrup. All right? Tree equity. And you pine trees over there, you're all tall and evergreen, making the, you know, apple tree feel bad. Without apple trees, we wouldn't have you, tough guy. Tree equity. What else can the left think of that's just incredibly stupid? Anyway, this is Maxine Waters. Biden should know better. Take a listen. I'm unhappy. You are. And I'm not just unhappy. By the way, you've been so chipper all these years, I'm surprised to hear this, but anyway. The Cowboys... Who were running down Hastings. The Dallas Cowboys? I'm not happy about them either, especially if they beat the Eagles tonight. On this, Maxine Waters, we have some agreement. And using their reins to whip them, I'm happy with the administration. What the hell are we doing here? What are we doing? What we witnessed was worse than what we witnessed in slavery. And Congresswoman Maxine Waters joins me now. Uh, Congresswoman, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, You made this very strong charge that these images look worse than what we witnessed during uh, slavery. What, What did you mean by that? What, what, uh, what do you think she means by it, idiot? What, what, I, you actually have to have her translate it or you just want her to say exactly what she said before just all over again? And way CNN, instead of calling her out and going, except the only thing is, Congresswoman, the photographer said it didn't happen. The AP who took the video said it didn't happen. So do you think you're just inflaming people with your ridiculous rhetoric for no reason? And we're CNN and we're going to check you on this since we are pretending to be a news organization? Nope, let's have her on have her just restate the entire charge to be with all right why not it's sweeps week well first of all uh, the world was watching uh, in slavery we didn't have uh, the technology uh, that showed the kind of mistreatments uh, that were uh, perpetrated uh, on our slaves oh there was no uh, twitter what back we then saw, right 
uh, really shocked us uh, because what we witnessed was our own Border Patrol that we pay on horses the way we've never seen before, uh, chasing Haitians who were fleeing their country and fleeing violence uh, to be met with this kind of treatment. It is unconscionable, and I meant it was bad, and it shocked me. And why, why are you so unhappy with the Biden administration about this? Is it because you expected better? No, Jim. She expected way worse. She expected the Biden administration to start executing people as they were crossing the border. That was one of their campaign platforms. Of course she expected better, idiot. But how about this? How about asking her this question? Uh, what about the fact that it didn't happen? Congresswoman. Does that make you maybe less angry if you knew that this didn't happen? Let me play you the clip of the photographer who was on Channel 9 in Texas saying, I didn't see anyone whip anybody. Maybe he can boost the audio levels up since I can't. What about that? How come that clip has not gone, what do they say, viral? Is it because of the crappy audio or you think it's something else? Again, I'm just asking the question, asking for a friend. It's not so much of being so unhappy with the Biden administration uh, and that I expected uh, our administration to know better than to have horses chasing down black people and that, you know, they would be working on the kind of immigration reform uh, that would recognize the emergency uh, that we have now. First of all, those people under those bridges should have been offered uh, shots. Uh, They should have been given uh, the COVID shots in order to assure that they would not be spreading, you know, the virus uh, around uh, wherever they would be sent or wherever they were. Okay, I actually have to agree with her on this point. I mean, really, on this point, she's not wrong. They should have at least been offered vaccines. I mean, think about it now. We're going to have Massachusetts state troopers resigning. Doctors and nurses in New York are about to be fired. And we're going to send in the National Guard to do their jobs of being doctors and nurses, even though they may not be doctors and nurses. It's not like we're just going to send... We have an entire unit of National Guard that's just doctors and nurses. But we're going we're gonna to fire all these people for not getting the vaccine. Yet, we've taken in 12,000, 15,000, 20,000 migrants, and we've put them in around this country, and they were not even offered the vaccine, let alone mandated the vaccine. And I think even a common-sense, reasonable person would agree that if you're going to tell Americans they have to get the vaccine, you, you damn well better tell them they have to get it. They're not even citizens, and yet the Biden administration's not mandating that. And not even as a condition of coming to the country. What? So actually, on this point, as as wacky and nutty as Maxine Waters is, and believe me when I tell you she is, she does kind of make a good point. Why are we not at least even offering the vaccine to all these people? Going to live. Uh, Secondly, they should be treated like the Afghans. The Afghans who come in here that we have brought in here because they have been supportive of us doing the war is the right thing to do. But they found ways to house them and to treat them a lot better. Nobody should be treated the way the Haitians have been treated. How about Border Patrol? Should they be treated this way where you and the administration throw them under the bus, make them seem like a bunch of racists? How about that? Should they be treated this way? These people work hard. They have families. They don't make a ton of money. And they're just trying to get by. And they're just trying to protect our country and do their job and enforce the laws that you idiots in Congress have passed. So how about them? Should they deserve to be treated better? Does anybody ask that question? Does Border Patrol deserve to be treated better? I certainly think so. You're all besmirching these people 
for a lie. You're all spreading a lie about them and then completely destroying their character before the investigation's even finished. It's a lie. You know it. I know it. Everybody knows it's a lie. It's a lie. They did not chase people down on horseback and whip them. They used horses in a law enforcement procedure like American police officers do on Americans all the time in this country. This is a lie. This is why the left is so pathetic. Because in any way they can to possibly try to deflect and distract, they'll do this crap all the time. And idiots like Jim Acosta will let them get away with it. Idiots like Jim Acosta on CNN will let them get away with it. Because the media is not never going to call them out for it. That would be misinformation. Do you remember, by the way, Hunter Biden's emails? <clears throat> Last week, I still have this friggin' thing. Hang on a second here. Hang on. Um, excuse me. I didn't want to cough in the microphone, but I had this thing from <clears throat> eating a cookie too fast from before. And I guess I'm going to have to have uh, something to uh, wash it down, like, oh, I don't know, wine? Sounds about right. Since I've now been up for 14 hours straight or so-ish, I guess. But hey, I know you've had a tough day, long day too. No doubt about it. And some people ask me, Rich, why do you do a morning show and then do an afternoon podcast? It's because there's so much news in the afternoon. I have to. That's why. And I'm happy to do it. I really am. And I'm glad, I'm grateful that you listen. Hunter Biden's emails. If you remember, they that was uh, that we were told that was fake. We were told it was Russian disinformation. You remember this? The Russians were doing this, tried to effectuate the campaign. Jen Psaki tweeting out a Politico story that said that 50 different former national security people all said this has the smatterings of Russian disinformation. Turns out that that letter was actually the misinformation and that Hunter Biden's emails were real. Political reporter today confirming the email showing that Joe Biden met with Hunter's shady business partners. Again, this will be something that the mainstream media covers up because it's what they do. Nevertheless, Ben Schreckinger from Politico. Take a listen. Most importantly, I spoke to someone who for a time had some independent access to Hunter Biden's emails. They say he did receive uh, an email from a Ukrainian businessman thanking him for the chance to meet his father and that he did receive an email from a business partner laying out the proposed equity structure for a, a venture with some Chinese business executives that included the line 10 held held by H for the big guy. Mm. Uh, those were the lines that were at this sort of at the center of the controversy last, last October, the emails that were initially published by by the New York Post. Uh, and I was also able to corroborate some other emails that didn't really make the news that just sort of show that there's other genuine material here. I spoke to a couple of people who corresponded with Hunter Biden in 2018 and 2019. They said, yep, those messages are, are messages I did exchange with him. Uh, and then I obtained some emails from a, a Swedish government agency. For a while, Hunter Biden had an office uh, in the complex on K Street that, that houses the Swedish embassy. So uh, the Swedish government was essentially his landlord. Uh, they released to me you know, a half dozen or a dozen email exchanges, uh, and those match emails in the cache. So what I can say is that some of this, some of this material, at least, is genuine. Imagine that. Imagine that. But last October, we were told this was Russian disinformation. You were told it, and I was told it. We were all told this. Russian disinformation. Don't you understand how much these people lie all the time? They lie and they lie and they lie. But <clears throat> isn't it also interesting how the, all this Hunter Biden stuff is coming out at a time when Joe Biden is so incredibly unpopular, when everything is a disaster on his watch? 
You think the timing on this might be a little bit, I don't know, a little suspicious maybe? Just throwing it out there. Just something to think about. Isn't it possible that maybe some of this has to do with the fact that Joe Biden is such an absolute failure and they know this? Little things coming out, piling on, the piling on, the piling on. I mean, after all, the president of the United States is the king of disinformation. The Border Patrol agents are part of the executive branch of government. These are law enforcement members. Biden pledged to be a friend of law enforcement. He lied about that, too. These Border Patrol agents have not done anything wrong. They were just doing their jobs. And I'm not saying that because I'm justifying them whipping anybody. They didn't whip anybody, period. But the president's a liar. And the president doesn't want you to think about the crisis at the border and his failure and the fact that 12,000, 15,000, 20,000 people are coming into this country without so much as a COVID test, let alone being vaccinated, coming to your communities around the country, possibly spreading COVID, maybe bringing the next Delta variant with them, the next variant, whatever that is. I believe we're on uh, Zeta, Tri-Delta, Theta, I forget now, variant, which variant. The president is the ultimate liar in all this. Because he's already decided what the investigation of the Border Patrol agents is. He's already decided that they're guilty. And he's ignoring, of course, the photographer who said it didn't happen, the AP reporter who took the video and said it didn't happen. He's ignoring all of that because he's a liar. Given what we saw at the border this week, have you failed in that promise? And this is happening under your watch. Do you take responsibility for the chaos that's unfolding? Of course I take responsibility. I'm president, but it was horrible what to see, as you saw. To see people treated like they did, horses barely running them over, people being strapped, it's outrageous. I promise you, those people will pay. They will be an investigation underway now, and there will be consequences. There will be consequences. It's an embarrassment, but it's beyond an embarrassment. It's dangerous. It's wrong. It sends the wrong message around the world. It sends the wrong message at home. It's simply not who we are. Thank you. Does it send the wrong message when the president of the United States stands up and repeats a lie over and over and over again? Does does that also send a wrong message, by the way? Am I, am, I'm asking the question. I really am. I need to ask the question because I, I, I would like to know that. And I think the answer, of course, is yes. When the president of the United States repeats a lie over and over again and also winds up saying people are guilty of something before they even turn around and have an investigation... That's terrible for the world. And his White House press secretary just did the same thing a short time ago. Jen Snarks defending Biden, banning horse patrols. Why why are they doing that? Of course, again, because it'll make the job of Border Patrol even more difficult. Horses can go down things like rocky terrain and slopes, and cars cannot, which is why they use horses. It's easier to use horses in those patrol areas. And like I said to you last week, just because there might be a police officer who misuses a police car... We don't ban police cars. We don't turn around and go, law enforcement, you're all walking. From now on, you're all going to have to walk or take a bus. We drive you around in buses and let you off at various points, but we are not letting you use cars. So two guys on horseback didn't do anything, and now every single Border Patrol agent who uses a horse cannot use a horse which will make their jobs even harder, make the country less secure, make it easier to get into this country. But that's the point, isn't it? Of course it is. There are there is a reason that these horse patrols have been in place and, can, and continue to be in place in some parts of, across the country. 
Of course, our Department of Homeland Security will continue to look at and assess, especially as the investigation concludes, uh, what that looks like. They've been suspended in Del Rio, Texas. Uh, That was a step in response, of course, directly to those horrific photos. The lies, the lies that we've seen, the lies, the lies, the lies, the lies. And the reaction to the horse trail photos has not changed, despite the El Paso Times clarifying that it was not an actual whip that was used. The El Paso Times clarifying that. Snarks was asked about that. And the El Paso Times put out a clarification clarification saying it was not an actual whip. Does that change anything for the administration in light of the the statements that were made last week? I don't think anyone could look at those photos uh, and think that was appropriate action or behavior or something uh, that uh, should be accepted uh, within uh, our administration. There's an investigation that's ongoing. Uh, We'll let that play out. But our reaction to the photos has not changed. So let's understand this now. I don't think anyone can look at those photos and not think they were inappropriate. What was inappropriate? What, what was inappropriate? You see, exactly, this is what they do. They just repeat the lie over and over again so that you don't want to go out there and defend it. And then eventually they go, well, there's an investigation. Eventually you'll just stop talking about it and it'll all go away. Lastly, as I leave you today, Hunter Biden still holds a 10% stake in a Chinese firm despite a pledge to divest, which makes the emails even more relevant, don't you think? Ownership stake in a Chinese government-linked firm that has invested in companies sanctioned by the United States despite repeated pledges. President Joe Biden and his family would not have any foreign business ties and claims from White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki that Biden's son was ending his investment. This comes from the Washington Examiner. All right, have a great rest of your day today. More to talk about certainly tomorrow. Just remember, if you like the podcast, give it a good review. If you don't like the podcast, give it a good review. Thank you so much. It's me, Rich, signing off for now. Ice cream man! Hey! Yo, get that ice cream man over here!